You're listening to Arira Radio's Wonders of Jeju. This is a segment where we tell you about the lives of people living right here on the island. I'm your host, DJ Jamie. This is Humans of Jeju. Hi, Jay. How are you? Hi, Jamie. <laughs> It's always good to see you. Oh, happy to be here. I don't know why, but I want to make fun of you every time. <laughs> just really? kidding. I'm like, what? No, I mean, you're just like a jolly person. Uh-huh. And so I just want to make you even more happy by saying something nice. Uh-huh. And you look very energetic today. Really? Yeah. I'm really tired. Oh, no. <laughs> no, no. Because no. uh, we have that typhoon coming. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, right oh, now, some wind and rain. That's right. And it's really difficult to drive in, yeah. in a weather condition like you're this. You're so right. It can be stressful if you're it driving is, in the is. car. Yeah, you're, you're trying to keep your eye open, you know, t- right. just in case something happens on the road. Well, I hope you drive back safely today. I hope so, too. Okay. <laughs> We hope so. Okay. <laughs> Well, we do. At least we're here safe now. Yes. And um, we're very much looking forward to your guest today. Who will you be introducing to us? Yeah, um, like they say, the fall is the season of reading. Uh, uh, Is there a book that you are reading right now? Um, I'm reading books every day. No, Mm. I'm just kidding. Actually, at school, I have to read a lot of material. So I really don't have time to read books. Mm. But I will be translating a book uh, soon for my graduation. Oh, right, right. So I have to choose a book. So I'm going to be digging into libraries this week, actually. Yeah. How about yourself? Um, Well, I've been teaching little kids English lately. Oh, Uh, yeah. So I've been reading a lot of children's books. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. I noticed they're very fun. Oh, yeah, they are. Short and nice. That's right. <laughs> Especially good if you're trying to learn a new language. Yeah, yeah, that's true too. Mm-hmm. Um, but how about poetry? Poetry. Mm. Well, um, I, that's something I always have an interest in, but I do feel like you have to be like have to have leisure time to be able to pick up a poetry book mm-hmm. and kind of indulge yourself in it. Mm. Have yeah. you thought about writing one then? Actually, yeah, what, I have. What like would once it be? in a Once in a while. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. What would you write about if you were to write a poem? If I were to write a poem, it would be about self-care and about Jeju Island. Oh, <laughs> that's very nice. Why not? Yeah. Mm-hmm. What would you write a poem about? Uh, Jeju. <laughs> Jeju is a good topic. It's a yeah, very, that's nice, a very topic. nice topic for a poem. It's a very mm-hmm. good topic. And I'm I, wondering, mm. are all of these questions related to our guest today? Yes, uh, today we talk about a poet who was born here in Jeju Mm -hmm. and is also a cultural planner as well as an owner of a small bookstore. Oh, another bookstore. Yes, so so let's meet her. Okay. 네, 안녕하세요. 제주도에서 시를 쓰고 있는 김신숙입니다. 저의 고향은 서귀포예요. 서귀포에서 태어났고 자랐고 어, 대학생 일을 뛰는 제주시에 가서 학창 시절을 보냈고요. 네. 한 1, 2년 직장 생활 한것 말고는 제주도에서 계속 생활을 했던 것 같아요. 제가 하는 일은요. 네. 대학을 졸업한 이후로는 계속 독서 논술 선생님, 글쓰기 선생님을 하면서 살았었어요. 저는 10살 때부터 시인이 꿈이었었는데 어른이 돼서는 시인이 되는 꿈을 잃었습니다. 음, 항상 책 읽는 걸 좋아하고 글 쓰는 게 재밌었어요. 그러다 보니 어른이 되어서도 아이들과 함께 글 쓰는 일 같은 것들을 하면서 지냈고요. 지금은 글 쓰는 것도 좋고 책 쓰는 것도 좋아서 작은 도서관을 마을 서귀포에 있는 작은 마을 도서관을 위탁 운영하고 있고요. 또 그리고 작은 서점도 하고 있는데 시집만 팔고 있는 시호 서점을 운영하고 있습니다. 그리고 책과 사람들이 만날 수 있는 다양한 문화 기획들을 하면서 지내고 있습니다. Oh, can you please explain for our listeners? Yes, today we meet poet Kim Shin Suk. 
who was born and raised in Sogipo of Jeju Island uh, until she left for university in Jeju City. Mm-hmm. Um, besides from working one to two years outside of Jeju Island, uh, she has always lived on the island. Mm-hmm. And after she graduated from university, she worked as a reading and writing teacher. Mm-hmm. Um, since she was 10, she has dreamed of becoming a poet mm-hmm. and was able to fulfill that dream when she became an adult. Uh, she has always liked to read and enjoyed writing as well. Uh, that's why she worked as a teacher teaching children to read and write. Wow. Uh, now, because she likes to write and read, she operates a small library in Sogipo called Pongnang Small Library in Dongongdong of Sogipo, mm-hmm. where she and her uh her husband's family actually live as well in Dongdong. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, please continue. Yeah, at the same time, she runs a small bookstore that sells only books of poems. Mm -hmm. And she plans various cultural events for people and books to meet. Mm. Something just caught my eye, a message from Irina. First of all, she says, stay safe, Jay. Thank you. (laughs) And she says, I like some children books myself. I like writing poems and especially song lyrics. Mm. Wow. That's true. A lot of the songs are like po- that poems, That is so too. true. Yeah. yeah. And wow, it's like this is... All of the people on Humans of Jeju seem to be, be fulfilling their dreams. Mm. So she was, a writing, a te- she was a writing teacher because she loved to read and write. But when did she become a poet? Uh, she debuted as a poet in 2012 uh, when she was around 33 years old. Mm-hmm. Uh, since she was a third grader to middle school, high school, and even in college... She took part in the literature club. Mm-hmm. So you can really tell how she loved to read and write. Yeah. Uh, even when she became an adult, she was a member of a literary uh, quarterly mm-hmm. and has always continued to write. And she debuted as a poet after she got married. And okay. she actually married a poet. Oh, wow. Uh, and that's how she decided that she wanted to become a poet herself. <gasps> I see. So she took part in a poem contest, and in three months, uh, she debuted as a poet. In three months? Just in three months. Wow. And her husband, as mentioned, is a poet also. Uh, he's poet Hyun Tae-kun. Uh-huh. And the couple is a well-known in Jeju Island for being a poet couple. Oh, wow. Also, there's a movie about, uh, there was a movie that was filmed using poet Hyun Tae-kun as a model called The Poet and the Boy, which premiered in 2017. Amazing story already. Mm. A movie even. Can you tell us uh, some things about the movie? So the movie is about a poet uh, who was born and raised in Jeju Island. Uh, and he actually makes little money working as a after-school instructor, mm-hmm. but has a wife who is very strong and loves and supports him. And also meets a boy who gives the poet like this inspiration uh-huh. to his writings. Wow. So as you mentioned before, poet Kim Shin-suk seems like since she was a little girl, someone who really loved books for a long time. What kinds of influence have books had on her life? So when she was little, she and her family lived in a house that stood alone uh, and they were really not surrounded by any other like houses. So th- it was a very quiet place that she lived. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, she had two older sisters, she mentioned. Mm-hmm. And being the youngest, uh, she grew up reading her sister's textbooks and books and that her sisters would read. And that's how she became to like books. I and see. 
So one thing she remembers is since she attended elementary school, mm-hmm. after school, she says she would go around all the bookstores in Seogipo mm-hmm. and spend an hour in each bookstore reading books. Wow. So she would like go to this bookstore called Usengdang, uh-huh. read for an hour, then go to another <gasps> bookstore called Gwangyang, read for an hour. And then go to like this another bookstore <gasps> called Myungmoon and read for an hour again. That's like a bookstore hop, like a yeah, hop. Yeah, like, like hopping off. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know even what to put to, what word to put to it, but it's like hopping bookstores. Yeah, okay. <laughs> so, so she said like that, uh, she said she would visit maybe four to five bookstores and she would read a book a day uh, before she left back home wow. on the last bus. And because of that, she says, uh, when she became an adult and she needs to buy books, she says she always went to the local bookstore to buy books. Uh And that's probably because during her childhood, she read all those books for free, basically. (gasps) I see. (laughs) So because she has this experience of her own, she understands the influence that bookstores have on young people as well. Oh, a lot of influence Mm. indeed. And the word I was trying to think was bookstore hopping. Right. Uh, yeah. Okay. So, what kind of books has she written herself? So, so she's written poems, and she's actually written children's story as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, the storytelling children's books that she's written are like Yong Yong Salgeji, Hondegi, and she had a poetry book she has written, which is the 우리는 한쪽 밤에서 잠을 자고, and most recently she published a poetry book for children called 열두 살 해녀, which is story about her mother who is a henyo actually and your desire henyo means like a 12 year old henyo the women diver mm. and what are the stories about uh let's listen okay 보통은 해녀라고 하면 바다에서 해산물을 잡고 이렇게 하는 그런 느낌으로 해녀를 바라보는데 저는 해녀 딸로 살아서 그런지 해녀를 바라보는 그런 마음들이 좀 달랐던 것 같아요 좀 저에게는 해녀라는 그런 직업이 되게 수행자 같은 그런 느낌으로 다가왔었어요. 그때가 언제였냐면 23살 때, 2살 때인가? 사무실에서 아르바이트를 하고 있었는데 그냥 혼자 사무실을 보는 되게 외로운 친구도 없는 그런 일들을 하고 있었어요. 컴퓨터도 있고 핸드폰도 있는데 하루 8시간을 고독한 이렇게 혼자서만 일하는 게 굉장히 외로운 일이더라고요. 그래도 학비도 없었고 뭔가를 준비하기 위해서 혼자 사무직을 하고 있었는데 갑자기 어느 날 그럼 어머니는 해녀인데 핸드폰도 들고 가지 않고 바닷가에 들어가서 하루에 8시간을 아무하고도 얘기하지 않고 계속 한 가지 행동만 하고 있지 않는가? 이런 생각을 딱 들면서 너무 갑자기 그 젊은 날에 해녀라는 그런 모습이 이분들은 정말 뭔가 많이 참고 세상을 바라보는 인내심이 굉장히 많은 마음이 강한 사람들이다. 해녀라는 직업에 대한 되게 깊은 존경심? 이런 것들을 마음에 갖게 되었고 very interesting. She mm. mentioned something about her mother leaving her cell phone when she goes into the water for long hours. Can you explain in more detail? Yeah, uh, so when most people think of Henyo, uh, they think of uh, women divers who dive underwater to collect sea products, mm-hmm. right? But because she lives with a Henyo and grew up from a Henyo, right. uh, she actually has a different feelings about Henyo. Mm-hmm. For her, henyos are people who are very patient and have strong endurance with, like, strong heart. Mm-hmm. And she felt this when she was around 22 to 23 years old, she mentioned. Mm-hmm. Uh, at the time, she was working a part-time at an office. 
Uh, her job was looking over the office alone mm -hmm. uh, with nobody around. Uh, even though she has a computer and cell phone, it was a very lonely job, she said, working eight hours, you know, all by herself. Right. But one day, she thought about her mother, who is a henya. Mm -hmm. And she realized that her mother was going into the sea even without cell phones <laughs> and computer and was working underwater alone without anybody to talk to for eight hours and a day. And doing the same thing for eight hours. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah. That's, and that's how she suddenly felt this, like, deep admiration for henya. Uh, who have such strong mind and heart. That's such a cute thought. Mm. So feeling deep respect for Henya, is that why she came to write a poetry book about her Henya mother? So learning the strong mindset and heart of Henya, mm -hmm. uh, that's how uh, they live their daily lives. Mm -hmm. And if you got the chance, uh, and if she had the chance, she wanted to record such lives of Henya. I see. And she wanted to write a book about them. And that's how she came up to write the book, Yerdusar Henya, the 12-year-old mm -hmm. Henya. Uh, her mother had become a Henya when she was 12 years old. Ah. And the stories are about her mother's life from when she was born to graduating elementary school. Wow. Uh, the book has a total of th 93 poems. And out of them, 85 poems are the stories of her mother. Mm -hmm. And eight poems are stories about the writer looking at looking up at her mother when she was little. Oh, mm. so it's kind of about herself. Mm -hmm. So I've heard that she has written various children's poems book about Henya, but what is different about this poetry book? So, yeah, uh, she has written various children's poems about Henya, and normally it was about the fun and, like, this fantasy of Henya life. Mm -hmm. uh, so when writing her first poetry book, uh, collecting the poems together, she really had to think deeply about the direction that the story was going to head. Mm -hmm. uh, so writing the Yeltusar Henya, the 12-year-old Henya, she came up with the idea of making a series of books about grandmothers. Right. And considering that, she wanted to show the children about Henya by telling them about their childhood. Mm -hmm. And she wondered what kind of stories the children would enjoy. I see. Uh, she wondered questions like, would the children enjoy reading about like the strong mindset of Henya, mm -hmm. overcoming like this hard work? So thinking about what she wanted to show the children, uh, she realized she wanted to tell the stories of the wisdom that Henyas were able to find by enjoy working in nature. And without using any like machines or ah, you know help from that, I see. And she felt this would be fun story for children who today are not able to freely run around and have fun out in the nature. Mm -hmm. So the first book is the stories of her mother, uh, who is Henya, mm -hmm. and she's also preparing next stories about another grandmother. And then oh. from there, she's going to write about another grandmother and so on. So she's continuing to write. Mm. So that means it's a poetry book of Halmang series. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, yes. The grandmother yes. is called Halmang mm -hmm. in Jeju uh, dialect. Yeah, so um, she's been asking other local writers to take part as well. Mm -hmm. And she's been asking around to meet interesting uh, grandmothers. Okay. <laughs> and she's keeping the stories as a secret. Oh. But she did share some with us. Oh. And one that is most likely to become the next story is a story of a grandmother in Halim, mm -hmm. uh, who is actually 90 years old <gasps> right now. Wow. Uh, when she was in her... When she was a teen, she passed the examination to become a nurse. Oh, okay. And she worked in assisting birth. Mm -hmm. And the number of births that she has assisted in is about 1,000 babies. What? 
she said. <laughs> so she, she says <laughs> there are lots of fun episodes about how babies oh, were born I in the imagine. past. <laughs> so it, it's a very interesting stories. She said they could make a movie from her story. <laughs> yeah, and uh, another grandmother story is from a grandmother who actually heard that she was writing about their stories uh-huh. and wanted to have her story be be written. Oh, so this grandmother's story is about becoming a disabled uh, when she was a when she was dropped from her grandmother's back <gasps> while looking for oh, her no. grandfather during the April third incident. Oh, that's so sad. And story about how she had to live as a disabled. Oh, mm-hmm. I see. And so it is some sad stories. Yeah, but, it's um, hard to hear that. Yeah, she mentioned that in the fifties and the sixties, mm-hmm. uh, children's were who are disabled were often teased around in school. Mm -hmm. And she shared this touching story of a teacher uh, who carried her on her back while Mm -hmm. the school was on a field trip. Oh, that's giving me the goosebumps. Yeah, and also she talked about a pharmacist. Uh, She told a story about a pharmacist who helped her to overcome depression by giving her a job to pick up flowers for him. Oh, that's so nice. So so very interesting stories as well. Touching stories. Another movie. Okay, is there a reason why she became interested in stories of these elders? Uh, actually, for four years now, she says she's been taking part in leaving records of stories by April 3rd incident survivors. Uh-huh. And she says most of them are grandmothers. Mm-hmm. Uh, so stories that they tell would be about how their father, brother, and father-in-law had been killed during the uh. April third incident i see so you know many men have been killed during the incident and so that's why you see so many women left Mm -hmm. and the young girls during the period are now grandmothers that we see today right so that's how she got interested in actually the stories of all these grandmothers you know the stories that they have amazing Um, yeah, I saw a message from Deborah asking, can I buy these books online? They seem to be really interesting. I don't know if they're offered in English. Or these are all written in Korean, oh, right? all written in Korean. That's right. Mm. Okay. If you are in Jeju. 88.7 in Jeju City. 88.1 in Seogipu City. 101.9 in the Daejeong area. So in the beginning, you mentioned that uh, she was married to a poet. Uh, was that the reason why she became a poet herself? I'm kind of wondering. I was wondering mm-hmm. while we were listening to the song. Mm. No, actually. Um, it has to do with her mother. And let's listen. Okay. 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 지금 75세까지 현직에서 물질을 하고 계신 해녀세요. 그런데 어느 날 어, 지금으로부터 한 7, 8년 전이겠죠. 집에 왔는데 어머니께서 누워 계신데 그 누워 계신 모습이 귀귀 모양을 닮았어요. 이렇게 구부려서 자는 모습이. 근데 해녀분들은 물질 작업을 오래 하다 보니까 고막이 터져서 어렸을 때부터 어머니가 귀에서 이렇게 진물이 나오는 것들도 보고 좀 고생하시면서 사는 모습들을 많이 보았는데 어머니를 한참 바라보다가 아 내가 이렇게 사람들한테 숨겨진 이야기들을 기록하는 사람이 되지 않으면 내가 사는 게 무슨 의미가 있을까 시도 잘 쓰고 좋아했었는데 그렇게 했던 일들을 다시 도전을 해봐야 되겠다 하면서 어머니가 잠자는 모습에서 다시 시인이 되고 싶었던 그런 생각을 했어요 
very interesting story. Can yes. you explain for our listeners? So the reason why she decided to become a poet was because of her mother. Mm-hmm. And her mother, who has been a henya all her life mm-hmm. since she was 12 to now 75. Mm-hmm. Um, but seven to eight years ago, uh, one day she says she saw her mother lying in bed. Mm-hmm. And the look of her lying in bed was like a shape of an ear, she mentioned. Right. Like her mother was asleep. And she says, because Hanyas work for long hours underwater, mm-hmm. their eardrums split. Oh. And since she was little, she actually has seen her mother struggle with such problems. Uh-huh. Uh, looking at her mother, she thought to herself that her life would have no meaning if she didn't leave records of the behind stories of people like her mother. That's great. Mm. So being a good writer and being good at writing poems, that's how she decided to become a poet. She wow. she thought she had to write about the stories of so people. Not only to become a poet because mm. she loves writing, but also to because she wanted to share their stories. Amazing. So even though Jeju has beautiful nature, actually it's an island with lots of sad history as well. Right. And today many know about the history and even many foreigners are interested about the history of Jeju as well. What is a good way for foreigners to learn more about Jeju's history. Let's listen to what she said. 외국 분들이 제주도에 오셔서 제주도의 어, 아름다운 풍경 멋지죠. 이 아름다운 풍경이 없었다면 제주도에 살던 사람들이 얼마나 힘겨운 역사를 잘 극복해내지 못했을 정도로 정말로 아름다운 풍경을 가지고 있다고 생각해요. 제주도에서 나온 제주도만의 특별한 생활 용품들이나 생활 용품들이 있는 뭐 박물관이나 이런 데 가셔 가지고 그 용품들을 잘 살펴보면 제주도의 문화를 잘 살펴볼 수 있을 것 같아요. Oh, can you please explain what she says? So she says she thinks the natural uh, scenery of Jeju is beautiful and because of this, uh, she thinks the people of Jeju Island were able to overcome the hardships of the past. Mm. Uh, she thinks you can learn more about culture of Jeju Island by actually looking at the daily goods and articles that were used on the island. Mm-hmm. You know, stuff that were specially made for Jeju. Oh, what so an interesting way. So if you look in way. details, you can tell how the people of the island lived. Uh-huh. Mm. Wow, interesting way to kind of explain the history of Jeju. So, listening to poet Kim Shin-suk's story, I can sense her love for Jeju Island and her passion and its people, the, the people of Jeju. What is it about Jeju Island that she likes it so much? So she says in the past, grains were not grown on the island. So people really had to rely on the sea for living, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, like eating and everything. Right. And because of that, she said, people had to put their hearts together and cooperate to live. So people who were born and raised on the island seek seek strongly to live, living together Mm -hmm. in harmony. So this feel of pride in such humanities of Jeju is what she's really proud of. I see. Uh, Also, she likes the fact that you can see the horizon anywhere on the island. Oh, yeah. Uh, The value and the pursuit of her writing, she says, is like the horizon. Mm. Uh, She seeks to live a balanced life without injustice to anyone. Oh, okay. Always that straight line. Wow. 
very philosophical. Mm. Okay, so lastly, where is the place? And we, I like to ask this question yes. for all of our guests mm-hmm. on Humans of Jeju. Where is a place that you would like to recommend to our listeners who plan to visit Jeju Do Island one day? So, poet Kim Shin Suk grew up in the center of Sogipo City mm-hmm. uh, in a place called Donghongdong, and she recommends area around the neighborhood. Mm-hmm. So, why don't we listen? Okay. 서귀포는 사람들이 바다가 가까운 곳이라고 생각할 수도 있겠지만 한라산에서 시작된 물줄기들이 바다로 흐르는 그런 어 한라산에서 내려온 물길들이 많은 곳일 거예요. 그래서 바, 어 마을마다 마을마다 전부 다 그런 아름다운 민물들이 나는 곳들이 있을 것 같거든요. 제가 사는 동홍동 마을에는 산진물도 있고 바로 옆마을에는 손반천도 있고 그리고 서귀포에는 폭포도 많잖아요. 정방폭포 그리고 천지연 폭포, 천재연 폭포. 그 폭포가 있다는 것은 그 폭포를 따라서 쭉 올라가면 그런 맑은 물길들이 있다는 것이기 때문에 서귀포에 오시면 폭포 위에 어떤 물이 있고 그물 이름들은 계속 동네마다 다르게 이렇게 흘러가요. 그래서 그런 어, 폭포 위 한라산에 시작한 물줄기들을 구경하면 좋겠다라는 생각을 해봅니다. Jay, can you please tell us what she just said? Yeah, so when people think about Seogipo, mm-hmm. uh, they think it's really close to the sea. But mm-hmm. actually, there are many streams where water from the Halasan mountain flows down. Mm-hmm. And that's one reason why there are many waterfalls in Seogipo, like Jeongbang, Cheonjeon, and Cheonjeon waterfall. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you go up those waterfall and find where these waters come from, uh, you find streams like Sanjinmur in Dongongdong village mm-hmm. and Sonbanchan in Seongdong village which she recommends to visit. Oh, these are all very, very beautiful places, so please keep them in your bucket list if you have plans to come to Jeju. All right, so today I heard, uh, Jay, that you have a preview of what you're going to talk about next week. Yes, um, since it's Chuseok week, I thought we have one of those mother and daughter stories as a special. Mm -hmm. So next week, we're going to talk about the poet's uh, mother, Go-Ki. Uh, who is the Henya and the main character of her daughter's poetry book, Yeltusar Henya. The 12 year Yero old Henya women diver. Amazing. That's wonderful. So today we listened to the story about the daughter and her story. Mm-hmm. And next week we'll be diving into the actual story or oh. the character of the book, mm-hmm. which is her mother. mother right. How amazing is that? I cannot wait till we get to next week yes. so that we can hear about that. And with the Chuseok holiday coming, I hope you enjoy your Chuseok holiday oh, you with too, your family. Mm. Do you have any special plans? No. No, just just spend, family. Just family. <laughs> that is the most important That's, yeah. and part all, of All Chisok. our families in Jeju, so yeah. and they're all we're located probably, in the same area. Yeah, we're not gonna be able to gather all together, so probably gonna small numbers. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Well, I hope you enjoy your family time. You too, Jane. Well, I hope you enjoyed that segment. If you're curious to find out more about Jeju. We encourage you to go check out our website at arirangradio.com forward slash Wonders of Jeju. Or you can check out our Facebook page at Wonders of Jeju as well as our Instagram page at Wonders of Jeju. We're going to take you on a journey to learn more about what's happening here on the island.